Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Care Patrol of Connecticut and New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show, 203-333-9422. It's Lisa on the Law, an opportunity for you to ask a question if I can answer it. I'd be very happy to. I'm not giving you specifically personal legal advice. However, I would like to educate you about the applicable laws so that they serve as a guide to helping answer your problem or your issue. Uh, I'm specifically very happy to discuss estate planning and estate administration, conservatorships, guardianships, name changes, adoptions, the whole litany of things that I do in my other world as a probate judge that I can assist you with off the top of my head, real estate matters. Um, But but if it's very complicated or I think I don't know, I may punt it and answer it another time. 203-333-9422. Let's go to the phones. Carla, Carla from Westport. We have a lot of people calling from Westport today. Westport is <laughs> listening to the Lisa Wexler show today. Hi, Carla. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. The whole world should be listening to you. It's a great oh. show. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Carla. Lisa, I called because last week I heard uh, a new story where the new cars, and the only brand I remember was the Volkswagen, they actually spy on you, and the, the people that told you the car can collect the data, your name, your phone number, your phone conversation, even if you have sex in the car. You know, something called, I heard the same thing. I'm really glad you brought this up. It's not just the Volkswagen. It's almost every new car. And right. the story came out a few days ago. They're saying it's a data privacy nightmare. A hundred percent. It's almost like it's almost like the law forgot about this and has allowed this to continue in a way that is appalling. They can yes. listen they can listen to your conversations. They yes. know where you've been, they know where you're going. I mean it's 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 honestly think about think about how private we consider ourselves to be when we get in our car. 
I consider no, that to be one of my most them. private spaces. Yeah. Yeah, no, only that. But they said, and after they collect this information, they can actually sell your information to somebody else. That's correct. Which they're going to be using, you know, I don't know which way. But this is unbelievable. Yeah, let me tell you what this is. You're going to be shocked. Ready? Yahoo published a big article, Gizmodo, on many people. It says, bad news, your car is a spy. If your car was made in the last few years... You're driving around in a data harvesting machine. It collects, ready for this, Carla? It collects personal information as sensitive as your race, your weight, and your sexual activity. Volkswagen cars reportedly know if you're fastening your seatbelt and how hard you hit the brakes. There is a Mozilla project, a nonprofit, that found that every major car brand fails to adhere to the most basic privacy and security standards. All 25 failed them. BMW, Ford, Toyota, Tesla, Subaru collect, collect data, including our facial expressions. Our facial expressions. Our health information. Where we drive. It said they even collect data about whether or not you're having sex in the car and your immigration status. Can you imagine this? Yes. They're collecting this. Yes, and I mean, I, I mean, how can they be allowed to do so? Uh, you know what? They shouldn't be. You know, the, you know, do you remember when they started with the OnStar stuff? And I remember, I think I reported on this years ago, <clears throat> that it bothered me about OnStar because I know it was like trying to be helpful to you in case you were in trouble, but they were also right. spying on you in order to be helpful to you. Right. I, honest, I honestly think that this is an untouched area that not enough cases have been brought to judges because I guarantee that this is unconstitutional sweep. Guarantee. Guarantee. Kia, Kia, listen to this. Kia's privacy, this is unbelievable. Kia's privacy policy reserves the right to monitor your sex life. Mercedes-Benz ships cars with TikTok pre-installed on your infotainment system which means that TikTok is picking up all of your conversations. Yes. I, I mean, I just, I was shocked when I heard it. I thought they were giving false information or something was nuts. This is they, crazy. They Lisa. also say that the car brands, many of them engage in something called privacy washing, which is they present us as buyers with information that tells us that we don't have to worry about privacy issues. So they lie to us. When we ask about it and they put it in writing, they basically whitewash what they're doing or don't admit it. Uh, And what's really interesting is that now I think, you know what, I'm going to ask Blumenthal about this. This is right up his alley. I think this is something he would really care about. Don't you? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable to me then such thing can go on and it's being legal uh, and it's not an invasion of privacy, um, uh, freedom of speech, uh, uh, freedom of sex life. I mean, everything. They're That's selling crazy. it. They're selling it. They know it. And you know what that means, right? That means that let's say you're in an ugly litigation or you're in an ugly divorce. The other attorney can subpoena the information from the car company if the data is collected and use it against you. Right. I didn't think about that, but yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, um, it, Absolutely. It's, 
Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people know that if there is a way to bring the car to a mechanic and disengage whatever allowed them to spy on us. You know, that's a really good question, Carla. I don't know the answer to that because these computers, they're not even cars anymore. They're basically running computers in a box. They're so right. intricate and they're so connected with each other. You'd have to be like a de-encryption expert to be able to separate how they collect this data. The data is collected by the brakes themselves. The data is collected by your steering wheel. The data is collected in a camera that leads you to an emergency. The data is collected in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It's got to be a camera, Lisa, because if they can take the picture of your face. Yeah, it's got to be a camera. It has to have a camera. 100%. And a microphone. I mean, Absolutely. It has to be both ways. That's right. On your That's health crazy. information, your race. Oh, my God. Who you're getting in the car with you, who you're tracking. You talk about Big Brother. You see, one, yeah. of, the, one of the things, that's, there's, a very, there's a really wonderful case. I think it's called Katzenberg v. U.S. from the United States. It, it was a 1968 case, and William O. Douglas um, wrote the decision, Carla. And the decision was about whether or not people had an expectation of privacy for a telephone call in a public phone booth. And this was a brilliant decision, Uh one one of our best decisions. And Justice Douglas said that even if you wanted to listen to a public phone booth, because this is when they were trying to get the mafia and they used to call in public phone booths instead of at home, you needed to get a search warrant for the public phone booth to show probable cause that that person was using that phone booth at that time because people had a reasonable expectation of privacy when they were on the phone. There's no question in my mind that that, that, that constitutional scrutiny would apply to your car. People have a more than reasonable expectation of privacy that when they get in the car, it's their space. Wow. And therefore, I think they should need a search warrant to be able to listen to you and look at you in your car. A search warrant uh, I to mean, know this kind of I'm, data. Yeah, I mean, I was so grateful that both of my cars are not new cars, you know, because, I mean, it, it seems like it's the new cars that have this thing. Well, relatively so, well, new. If you have a car under five years old, the chances are it has this information, this data. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and how do that, I find out if my car has that information? Okay. I mean, what, what, is, what is the make and model of your car? It's an Infinity. Who makes Infinity? Is that its own company? Uh, what year? Uh, it's two years old. So 2020 or 2021? Yeah. Yeah, 21, I think. 2021. Let me see what I can find out here. Um, Oh, yeah. Infinity USA. Uh, It's a division of Nissan, and it says we collect personal data and non-personal data about you and your vehicle from our platforms Mm. and services. And it says that they may create, use, and disclose what they call de-entified information, in which they say they don't have your name on it. But they say that they can do it. Listen to this. Listen to this. Um, Infinity collects information that may identify, relate to, and describe you, including your contact information, your payment information, your geolocation, 
in other words, where you are, your demographic location, your zip code, age, date of birth, or gender, your social security information as an employee, or in limited circumstances if you win a sweepstakes, um, employment and related information number, and other information. How do they collect it? They say they collect it. No, no, no. They're not saying it that they, they say, it's interesting. They say that they collect it when you register or purchase and buy a car. That's when they say that they can collect it. Yeah. They're collecting Are they disclosing this in the contract when you buy a car? That's Maybe in such question. a small print and then people don't see it? Of course it's small print. And also, what are you going to do about it? The problem is if you want to buy a new car, where can you buy a car that doesn't do this? That's the problem. That's what the article was saying. You're as a consumer, where are you going to go if you need a new car? You're going to have wow. to buy a used older car, which is not the purpose of buying a, a, a new car. You're trapped. Basically, you're trapped. I wonder if in Europe they've done a better job at this. I got to look because Europe is so ahead of us when it comes to privacy. I wonder if they can collect uh, if they can collect data in cars in Europe. Let me That's see crazy, here. Lisa. Uh, it's just crazy. Unbelievable. The EU is planning rules for fair access to connected car data. They are working on rules to ensure fair access to valuable car data for companies and industry. Listen to this. It's called the connected car market, and it has a huge potential of $400 billion a year on a fight between car makers and industrial users on access to vehicle data. Everybody wants to make money from all of us driving in cars. They all want to make money from it. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, we have no defense. I mean, the only de – not really. No, we don't have a defense about a lot of it. No, we really don't. I don't know if there's a way to disable cameras in our vehicles. But, you know, it behooves us. Melissa, let's get a good mechanic on. Let's see if we can find out. See if we can get some yeah, guests on to talk about it. How do we disable cameras in our cars? I don't know the answer. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I was shocked, Lisa. I just can't believe it. I can't yeah, believe it. Because they'll tell us it's good for us. They'll tell us it's wow. really good for us. Wow. Well, buyer beware. I guess that's really true. Buyer beware. You know? Yeah, this is, uh, I, I, I don't know how you can contrareact it, because if you need to buy a car, you buy a car. Absolutely. But but maybe when you go buy the car, you ask that question. And, I, and they got to give you an answer. They do, but you think they know? Let's see. Oh, look at this. Um, okay, Kim Commando, who's a very famous radio host wrote an article called Your Car is Spying on You. She wrote this for USA Today a couple of months ago. Your car is spying on you. How to see what data it's collecting and delete it. She writes, new cars are computers on wheels. The average vehicle nowadays has over 1,400 microchips in it. And, and she says that there are ways that you can do this. I'm going to send this. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll post this on, on Facebook. I'll post yeah. this article. She says that there are different apps that you can use to try and delete the tracking data from your car. 
There's something called Privacy for Cars, which has a free iPhone and Android app to delete personal information from vehicles you drive or are connected to, which includes your phone book, call logs, text messages, navigation history, home address, garage door codes, passwords, biometrics, and vehicle credentials. I think I'm going to get privacy for cars. Wow. So some people are on it, but it doesn't mean they won't still know about your sex life. They're clearly filming you. It's crazy. Unbelievable. They are. They are. What else would they be doing? Or what are they, filming noises? What are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, we have no more privacy. We That's have no what more it is, freedom of speech. That's what but it is. Told, we are in jail. You know, we are controlled in every aspect of our social life. That's right. I mean, this is China. Right. Terrible. It's not United States. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. It's not Crazy. the country that I came with in 1969. <sighs> that was a good country. Now it's not any longer. We are prisoners of the media, of all this. You know, I can't believe it. I'm so upset about what's happening in our country with the freedom of speech and privacy. Then it's like, it's really depressing. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, listen, you'll be happy that the Fifth Circuit uh, basically told the Biden administration, you know, to go to to go to go elsewhere. Um, But I don't know what I I don't know what the I don't know what the remedy is going to be. I don't know if they're going to have to pay damages or stop doing it or make apologies. But the but the damage was done. The censorship already happened. Yeah. Yeah. They asked to take down anything that was damaging and not to post anything that was damaging to their administration during COVID. I saw that on TV. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, I don't know. All right, Carla, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this about how to get rid of the... Uh, this is a good one. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm going to post it right now. And I'm okay. I'm going to do it myself. Great. Thanks, Carla. Yeah, Thank I'm going to do it in my car, too. All right. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> Thank right, we'll you, We'll be right Lisa. back. Pleasure. 203-333-9422. We'll be right back. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Two zero three 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 nine four two two. We're doing some Lisa on the law. Nick, hi, welcome. Hi, Nick. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Lisa. Um, a question: How do you take a person off the deed of the house? So, um, is, is it difficult? No, it's not difficult. But to take somebody off a deed, 
what you what you need to do is you need to have the person who is on the deed who is right who owns that property that person has to do another deed granting that person's interest in the property to somebody else so you can't take somebody off a deed if a person is capable the deed establishes that they own the property for them to not own the property they have to sell it or give it away themselves i see now um uh, this is uh, it's in, all right. So, in other words, to take the other person off the deed, you have to create another deed. Is that what yes? You say? Yes, that is exactly right. So, let's say um, you know, uh, Mister uh, I don't know, Mister Jones and Mrs. Jones own a property, and they decide that they don't want Mrs. Jones to have the property anymore. Mrs. Jones has to go back and do another deed. And she has to gift her interest either back to Mr. Jones, so then Mr. Jones owns the whole property. Or Mrs. Jones can say, um, you know, I transfer my interest to my daughter, my son, my best friend, and do it that way. But only Mrs. Jones can do it if she's capable. If she's not capable, then you'd have to know that she's not capable legally by having her conserved. But otherwise, she's presumed to be capable. And therefore, she is the person that has to sign the deed. Sometimes the power okay. of attorney can do it for her, but that's can become problematic. Uh, that can become problematic. Uh, okay. So, uh, so how does she go? How do they go about the person who owns the house? How do they go about get uh, creating this other this new deed? The easiest way is to go to a lawyer so that it's done right. Oh, I see. That okay. is the easiest way because lawyers routinely write deeds, and deeds are an instrument that if they're not done properly, Nick, if they're not recorded properly and signed and witnessed properly, they are of no effect. So they have to be, uh, so let's say Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones has to sign the deed in the presence of two witnesses. She has to have her signature notarized by a notary. That deed has to be brought to the town clerk's office and recorded and then that deed becomes effective to the world. Oh, see. Okay. Well, thank and you the so deed, much. And the deed also has to be delivered, by the way, to the grantee. In other words, to whoever Mrs. Jones is giving the property to, that physical deed has to be given to that person. Uh, okay. See. All right. Thank you so much, Lucy. I appreciate it. And I, hope I that love helps. The show. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for calling, Nick. A pleasure. A pleasure. That's the thing about deeds. They, I really do recommend, you know, a lot of times I will tell you you don't need a lawyer, but when it comes to conveying real estate, you do. You do. There are things that lawyers are uniquely qualified to do, and that is to properly help you transfer real estate. Unless you're a lawyer yourself, I, I wouldn't trust you. And even if you are a lawyer, I had a case the other day where I had a will in the court and um and it had some problems it had some problems in what we call construction and how to figure out what the testator meant and it turned out the guy was a lawyer who wrote his own will but he wasn't that kind of a lawyer and so he didn't um have his will witnessed properly and that meant that after he died we had to bring back the witnesses in the court and when I found out he was a lawyer, I said, he was a lawyer? Yeah, but he wasn't that kind of a lawyer. 
So you're not going to go to a patent lawyer to transfer a deed to real estate. You're going to go to a real estate lawyer, somebody says, who says that they know how to do this. And that lawyer is going to make sure that the deed has the right magic language, that it recites the correct legal description, the Schedule A of the real estate, because if the Schedule A is wrong, then you have a problem later on in conveying title. There are all kinds of things that have to be right with the deed that lawyers are uniquely qualified to scan for you. So you know I tell you when you don't need a lawyer, but to transfer real estate, you do. You do. Just take my word for it. You need a lawyer. Go to a lawyer. Get it done correctly. You need to have it accompanied by a conveyance tax affidavit. You need to have it, the conveyance tax affidavit filled out properly in terms of the category of transaction. Was it a category where you were selling a property to a stranger in what we call an arm's length transaction for consideration for money? Or was it something where you were giving it in the family to somebody for nothing? We call that very often, it's very often done by means of a quick claim deed for no consideration. Just make sure that it's done properly. Otherwise, otherwise, it's worse doing it wrong than doing nothing because you mess up your title. And that means if you do want to go and sell it to a third-party stranger, you've got a mess on your hands. So just take my advice. If you want... If you want to transfer your property, do it with a lawyer. Fran from Stratford. Hi, Fran. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. hello that's hello. why I have five acres. We never sell. But anyway, that's good another. I can give you enough material for the next year. But the, but the, here's the good part with the cars, because yes. everybody's very upset. The old cars are going to be sold quick. Oh, you know, I, I, know what I you have mean. a 2006 Toyota RAV4. Okay. How and many miles? Have, Fran, how many miles does it have on it? Somewhere in the 200,000s. Under really? three. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can get a new engine. It's mm. better than being tracked. I hear you. Know. I hear and because we have all this land, I've got three trucks, you know, because we transfer wood, whatever the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're all old trucks. And we just do big jobs on these trucks. My son does it with a friend yeah. because the steel in them is so much better. Yeah, I hear you. They hold up better. I got you. Yeah. So, hey, listen, you if, gotta, you can keep, if you can keep your old stuff. Listen, I cried when my refrigerator was carted out of my house. Okay. It gave me 31 years. I cried oh when that thing left. <laughs> I know it didn't owe me well, anything, but oh my goodness. And when it was replaced with another fancy schmance one, I asked the guy, is it going to last me 30 years? He looked at me, he laughed. He says, well, maybe you'll get 10. I said, you're well, kidding. Well, some people want uh, the uh, status, you know, of uh, when I was at the hospital for many years, they said, Franny, you own that property, blah, 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 blah. How come you're driving such an old car? I said, because I want to. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you get a new car? I don't want to. Right. But there aren't many people in the world like me. I love old stuff, but I like yeah. good old stuff. Good old stuff, yeah. Well, good old stuff. We, like uh, I was being charged $700. I shouldn't say this, but if I do, they do. I They were charging me $700 for an old barn down back on like a fourth acre that was leaning, ready to go crash okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, I don't want to pay for this anymore. He said, well, you have to. You know what I did? We brought John Deere and buried the sucker. Oh, because you didn't want to pay the real estate taxes for the barn that you weren't using anyway? 
No, it was going to fall down. Then it right. was going to be a cart away. Right, sure. I got it. I mean, right or wrong, it was what I did. I didn't yeah. consult a lawyer on that. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I'll tell you two things in life you need, and one is a lawyer, the other is a priest. Okay, thanks. <laughs> or <Brad>. pastor, because <laughs> you really do You need that kind of advice in those areas. Yeah. I mean, That's medically, true. I'm... I'm sound, but now that I'm retired, my big thing, I want to be a history teacher, and I love history. Even now, here's another idea for you. During World War II, the Japanese, we had internment camps. Why don't we have internment camps for these uh, illegal aliens, and they could vet them one by one, instead of having a big mess, having to run around like ants all over the country? Fran, we have run out of time. I'm going to leave the audience with your thought. But we have run out of time. I encourage you to call again. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a fast two hours. Tomorrow we'll get into some other things. Uh, we've got podcasts coming up all the time. We'll take a little bit of the show and throw it up as a podcast for you. 203-333-9422 is our WICC number. Paul Paselli will be with us from 2 to 6 Connecticut today. Don't forget, that's a fabulous show. And from 12 to 2, you get to hear from Georgia Eric Erickson. He gives us your, the scoop on a lot of national political issues. I'm Lisa Wexler. You can find me anytime at lisa.lisawexler.com or through WICC. I'm so happy to be with you. I'll be back behind the mic tomorrow. If you want to subscribe to our newsletter, which comes out on Saturday, let us know. And don't forget about the podcast. 